Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how you can create a culture of testing. So most companies out there, when they go about running experiments for their business, there's no real process for it. And just like you're setting up hiring processes, you're setting up all these other processes, you have to create uh, a testing process as well. And that all starts with the people at the top. If they don't believe in testing, they don't believe in experimentation, they don't believe in growing businesses online, well, it's going to be very difficult. So the first thing I would say around testing is, well, it would be helpful to have at least something to manage the the projects, right? Think of it as project management. So it could be as simple as an Excel sheet, or you could get more complex and use a tool like Trello, or you can use a a tool that uh, Sean Ellis from growthhackers.com just came out with called Growth Hackers Projects. And I really like that one. With Growth Hackers Projects, you're able to set certain objectives. So let's say, you know, for us, we want to reach 400 leads a month. Well, within that objective, you would nest different tests, right? And then in there, you're required to put in your hypotheses. And then you're also required to put in your the confidence level, the impact level, and the level of ease to actually implement that. That way, everything's much more defined. People are thinking about things more, and it's actually being documented. And there's actually a leaderboard that shows how many ideas people are coming up with and how many wins people are coming up with. So it's a lot more embedded inside of the culture. So that's one way to start looking about it. Um, and Sean Ellis has a couple of videos uh, online. His name is uh, it's S-E-A-N, and then last name is Ellis. It's E-L-L-I-S. The one thing that I like doing is grouping people into teams. And this is how you get more people internally to believe and execute on testing, right? Or at least that's the culture it creates. So most companies set their organization up in which engineers are with engineers, product people are with product people, designers are with designers, etc. But we take at least one person from each department and we put them in a group. So an engineer, product person, a marketing person, a salesperson, etc. Right? You may have like five, six people in a group from different departments. They're all working together. Sure, engineers still work with engineers. But when you put them in these little groups and you have buckets, you have clusters of them, you may have uh, one group if you're really small or five or 10 or 50 or 20 or whatever it may be if you're much larger. But when you create groups like this and we do calls with them, so we do Monday calls, Wednesday calls and uh, Friday calls. And what we do with the groups is every Monday, people submit ideas on how they can help grow the company faster, right? In essence, new experiments slash tests that they can run. By Monday afternoon, everyone submits their ideas. By Tuesday, each group is assigned different ideas, like you write the managers help pick the ideas. By Wednesday, the idea has to be executed and live or the test which means if it can't be executed by Wednesday, that means it's too large and it needs to be brought down, right? So that gives you an idea of how small these tests may be or how easy they may be to implement. And by Friday, we start going over the results. Sometimes it takes more time to go over and get the data. It could take, let's say, another week or two or whatever it may be. 
but it shows you the culture we're creating because everyone in different departments, right, is all working together. So marketing works with sales, sales works with engineers, et cetera. And together they're all creating different tests. And that's how we make sure the company tries to continually grow. And the reason they say tries is not all tests succeed. But if everyone's trying to test and come up with ways to grow the business, it's much more likely to grow. Yeah, and you know, the experiment is really only a failure if you have no hypothesis and you're kind of shooting in the dark. Uh, ultimately, if you learn from the experiment, you know that 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 should be considered a win. And ultimately, getting to 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 more wins, and like Neil said, most of them aren't going to win. But just creating that culture where people are all bought in and they understand why you're doing this. One of your meetings should talk about, you know, there will be no brainstorming during this meeting. You're, you're basically talking about how things are going. You know, here's the objective. How are these tests going? And you're checking in with people to see how things are going and, you know, where they're at exactly. Because, like, again, like how Neil said, a lot of these tests will take time. Some of these might take a couple months. Some might, might even take longer than that, right? So it's, it's never, it's, it's most of these tests people think you can get it done in one day. People are, like, impatient. Um, that's just not the reality. I do recommend also checking out um, Amazon's uh, Jeff Bezos' concept of two pizza teams. So you know the idea is that each team should only be as big enough where that can be uh, fed by by two pizzas. And in some cases, you look at thirty seven signals when they're doing projects, it's even smaller than that, right? They're going to have three people maxed, and usually the designer is the project manager, and they have two developers. Now that's a little different culture. They're they're mainly engineering and and design focused. Um, you know your business might be different, but you know you look at how Neil set it up. It's your teams are supposed to set up to be small so you can be agile to work on these projects. Is that right, Neil? The other thing that we do is if you look at a company in the overall structure, people have dashboards, goals, reports that they all produce, right? And they look at it on a regular basis. We create dashboards for the whole company and we create dashboards for uh, each department as well, engineering, sales, etc. And what we do is these dashboards don't just have the stats for their department, but it has company-wide stats and it also shows stats and data for all the tests that are continually going. By doing this, it continually instills the value that, hey, we're a testing company, right? And then when tests are winners, we make sure we announce which tests are winners and why, and the team that won, and what I mean won is multiple people could have had winning tests, but the team that won, right, we may have a prize for them uh, that week or whatever it may be. And then each group, whether your tests won or lost, you report, uh, hey, here were the results from my test, here's what we learned, and here's what we think we should do based off of our learnings in the future. But by doing this, everyone's continually talking about tests, they're seeing the test data within the dashboards. This all helps instill the value that we should continually be testing and never stop. And around the testing cadence, I know for us, you know, generally we're trying to run one to two a week. I know for Sean Ellis, you know, around growth hackers, they're trying to run three per week. Uh, for you in the past, what's your experience? How, how many tests are you running per week? It really varies per business, but we try to do at least one per week. Got it. Okay. Well, anything else to add before we hop off? That's it on mine. All right. Well, let us know what you think about this episode. Keep giving us topics. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.